Welcome to Messy Buns Podcast. I'm Mary. This is Elise. And we have some very super special guests today. Yeah. We're, we're going to be talking about dating, waiting, marriage, and sexy sex. <laughs> you didn't. Oh, I you did. just made my night. I did. Okay, dance it out. Your cup says dog hair is my glitter. <laughs> I know, isn't it You're awesome? such a dog mom. <laughs> so cute. I hear giggles over there. You can giggle closer to the mic. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're so excited because we have some more special guests today. Special is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> good one. They are some good friends of ours. Mary Grace, say what, what? Whoop, whoop. And Bridget. <laughs> Hey. 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 Welcome to I our forgot. podcast. Thank you for having us. I'm your We're biggest excited. fan. Oh <laughs> my God. Y'all are funny. So, anyway, we wanted to invite them on to basically just hang out with us today. Yeah. And we have some very good things to talk about. Elise, you want to open this up? Oh, shoot. What am I? Am Did I telling my story? What just. What am I telling my story? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might want to say what like oh, we're talking oh, about. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were going to story time and I was like, I don't remember my story. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I was like, so we should totally talk about um, like dating and I'm just kidding. That's not really how I talk. Um, I thought it would be a really good opportunity since, you know, this is the week of Valentine's or will be the week of Valentine's when it airs um, that I have had a lot of like conversations throughout like doing ministry especially well like a lot with young adults who are dating and who are struggling to not have sex (laughs) (laughs) to put it bluntly (laughs) and but the funny thing is is that like it's something that will and i realized like we were struggling and but nobody would talk about it like so instead of having community and accountability like we would get the like oh you're struggling but then when we got married there's so many tails wagging underneath here right <laughs> sorry, now. sorry to jump in but there is like a part a dog party <laughs> happening like, underneath our feet like i have a what tail literally that? wagging like <laughs> like smacking me they're just really excited i think because there's so many people here so okay. they don't know what to do with themselves okay. um so anyway so we would you know like we were looking for accountability but never got any and then when we got married it was like all the couples started confessing oh yeah we were struggling too and i was like oh my gosh like y'all well, are so annoying right and so i think it's out of you know a lot of shame that people don't share and then they're missing opportunities for strength and growth you know and i think if we can be authentic um, and real about that struggle and share it's going to give hope and strength to others also to let them know that they're not alone and that this is hard and that we should be real about it um, and not pretend like oh yeah it's just so easy not to have sex because I mean like I think sex is pretty awesome <laughs> so <laughs> right? you know well that's what I was thinking just with anything else that we struggle with to hear that somebody else is going through something similar yeah. makes it just that much more relatable and we don't feel so awful awful right and it actually I think gives us the strength like it helps us to like actually have strength because you're like oh I'm not the only one what do y'all think I know we have it's cool because we kind of have we're each in kind of like a different place in life too so at least you've been married for almost 10 years right yes we're married for seven how long Bridget have you guys been married going on two years so but together, but dating for like right, we started dating our junior year of high school. So, so how many years did you date? Uh, 
like five-ish? Five-ish? Oh, I thought it was more than that. No? I don't know. It felt like more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> and yeah. Mary Grace, you are dating someone right now? Yes. Seriously? Yes. Serious for about two months, so... Only two. Wait, only what? Wait, what? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Thomas. Oh, you're blowing my mind. It was the a funny joke. part is you <laughs> believed yourself when you said it. She, she was like, yes. She's like, yes. Why are y'all looking months. at me like that? I think I know my own relationship. I'm sorry, Thomas. It's only been serious for two months. Just so you know. He's like, news to me. Two years, my bad. Wow. Oh my I got nervous. I get stage fright that no one can see me right now. It's all good. <laughs> Good this is times. just gonna be laughter the whole freaking episode. Four girls together. I know. Four oh, microphones. I know. Okay, so back to <laughs> back to back to sucking at not having sex. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of not about- having sex. <laughs> I'm dying. Anyway, okay. no, what Elise was saying is totally true. Um, because when I was in high school, Elise was like my mentor, youth minister, lady that I look up <laughs> so to. So weird. Lady now Elise. she has a baby. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, we should have mentioned that. She yeah. did just have a child. Yeah. So. Yeah. so you did have sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Eventually. About that. It happened. Moving on. <laughs> Eventually. But it's funny because like you hear a lot of chastity talks. You hear a lot of like stuff about purity and don't do it and you know, you know the good stuff. Right, right. But like when you're in the midst of actually struggling through trying to be chaste and you want to be a good Catholic and all this stuff, it's just really difficult. It really is. Um, right. Especially when you've got like friends, like some friends are dating, some aren't. And one of the pieces of advice that Elise gave me was like, you can't talk to I mean you can you can talk to your friends but you should try to find someone like older than you someone who's already like been through it they have the wisdom because advice you get from people your peers is not always going to (laughs) be the best because they're in the midst of it too good Uh, point yeah well they always like to especially like peers always love to be like you should break up right like it's like the go-to like oh you're struggling you're evil (laughs) The relationship is doomed, you right. know, and it's you like fall so like dramatic. Once or twice. But they're serious about because they're like, "Yeah, I think it's time," you know, yeah, like, and you're like, "Okay," but then you're gonna go and date the next person, and you're gonna have the same struggles. Yes. So either like put your big girl panties on and start trying harder, or like literally you're just, just never date somebody. On. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm totally Take them back from the floor okay. and pull them back up. No. Okay. No, but seriously, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Um, I think it's so comforting to be able to talk about this kind of stuff in an authentic way with other Catholic women. Oh and gosh, I think yeah. that's what you're the point you were speaking to earlier is that if we can't be honest about this with our Catholic sisters, like who's going to hold us accountable? Who's going to be there for us when we do fall? Right. It's hard straight up. And some of us do fall and we fall many times, but the important thing is to keep trying. Like just because you fall, just because you struggle does not mean you cannot. I really want to say get back on the horse, but it's a horrible analogy. (laughs) Sorry. Just don't get back on the horse. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of not getting back on the horse. um, What do you think, Mary Grace? What is your biggest struggle like right now as you guys are, I'm sure, discerning engagement Mm. and stuff? Like, what do you find it is? Yeah. So because I love him so much, it's like I want to give him so much, but I can't because it's like. This has been something I've been looking forward to my entire life of just like waiting until marriage. And then it's just like, 
oh my gosh, you know, I love you so much. I just want to do this right, and I just right, can't, you know, right. everything and, in your body is like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes exactly. And it's so funny because I remember listening to a podcast about a girl who was an engineer who was doing long distance with her boyfriend. I was oh my like, gosh. Okay. And you're an engineer who was doing long distance with her yes. boyfriend. Oh my gosh, and she was so like, funny. oh my goodness, it is like so easy because I don't get to see him very often. So therefore we're not messing up like we used to. And I'm like, what? Maybe this is going to be me. You know, it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, that's not how it goes because I see him every two weeks. Thank God he's only like five hours away. Right. And um, we're just like, oh, my gosh, I've missed you so much. And then it's just like, whoa, everything is, ah, calm then, down, <laughs> calm down. Well, then, yeah, because you're like, oh, my gosh, I miss you so much. Maul each other. Yes, like. yes, yes. And it's just, it's really tough. And then, like, what was it, two weeks ago, we had, like, a great week. And then, like, one, I mean, we started, okay, hello this might be a little too much information but we were just kissing and then he was like he was the one that was stopping and i'm like this is so sexy i'm just so i just want to know oh my gosh absolutely <laughs> guys don't realize how much of a turn on it is yeah. when they are like that like that because oh that is the it's definition bad. of masculinity yes. right yes. like we want our princes yes. to tell us no sometimes to be like, yes. like to be in control right like yeah. that's manly to be Which in control just, of the situation it's just a turn on so i, I know. know it's like you're so virtuous i just well, want to kiss you <laughs> It's so true. Oh, it's like, oh this is gosh. so attractive right now. And then, you know, we joke, but then it is. <laughs> it is. Then it becomes kind of like a challenge, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. And that's when we get in trouble, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I know. Man, I got to tell you, Chris was so strong, like, when we were dating that's before amazing. we were married. And before we were married. <laughs> before oh, we married. Hello, it. I am married. Marriage uh, <laughs> just what brings us, us together, together today. today. <laughs> my second um, Princess Bride uh, reference in two podcasts. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> What was I even saying? Chris was awesome. Oh, at purity, yeah, like and because you like were not. No, kidding. <laughs> we went. He makes fun of me. He, he just told you the story because like one of our second dates or something like that. <laughs> I I had the talk with him, and he makes fun of me because it was like to him it was very early and awkward. Because <laughs> I was second like, date? it was like. It was like a second or third date. I took him, ironically, like to this empty parking lot. We, <laughs> we got in the back of my Mixed car. Mixed messages, I had, like, Mary. Exactly. I know. That's why he makes Wait, fun of me. Wait, you got in the back of his car? No, my, back of my car. This was my date. I had like blankets oh out. Yeah, Wait, you were I'm, sending a tone. I didn't know, I know. that. I'm going to be very embarrassed oh when my I gosh, hear this Chris. back. Believe me. But I had blankets and like my these books that I wanted to show him, and I had, I was like, just so you know, I'm not having sex with you. Okay, I didn't say it like that. I'm Here's like, some roses and candles lit in the, in the seriously, bed of your car. Seriously, what was I? But thinking? we're not having sex. No. And uh, yeah, so it was awkward. In my mind, like I just wanted him to know, like you know. This well, is what my standards you, are. But back, you kind of have to give a little backstory because yeah. like you come from a very, very Catholic yeah. family, you know, who was like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like, so you were somewhat naive as well, like yeah. kind of going into this. Oh yeah. So instead of like, so that's why she was just laying it out. Like, well, let's not, I mean, I, I, I got into a little bit of trouble though. Let's oh, not well, paint no, me no, in no. too nice of a picture. Like, I don't mean like that. I'm just saying it, it doesn't surprise me. Right. Yeah. No, I, there was some naivety going on, but I don't I only explain this because I was the one that laid down the rules, but he was the one to be strong for us. So you were yeah. like, <laughs> so, so 
verbally so say that's it. What but, I'm... but like as time went on, like he was the strong one. That's amazing. And um, but go, it was so attractive and it was so beautiful. I know. I'm like, go, Chris. So you were like, <laughs> sort of a little bit, you know. But anyway, moving on to somebody else. I just, I just wanted to say that, like, <laughs> that's making me think, like. Who was the strong one? But oh, yeah. I feel like between me and Mac, like I feel like we're kind of equal playing grounds. That's like, awesome. I mean, like we both would, you know, suck, but then we both would be <laughs> awesome. Like it That's just good. cycles of whatever. But, but I think you're right. It does kind of cycle. Yeah. Like which I like I, when you date for a while too, because we dated mm-hmm. for like four years. You guys dated for five. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like how you saw like kind of in the beginning and then how it kind of progressed. And like there was probably times where it was good and bad and like, yeah. you know. Hmm, well, I mean, in the beginning, like, I guess you're no matter who you're dating, I, maybe I shouldn't say that blanketed statement, but I feel like you're going to be more innocent. Like, you're just right, getting right. to know each other. Like, nothing's really happening. Right, right. And not on my second date, but kind of like Mary. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. I'm not alone. Yes. I definitely, like, laid it out there because, like, you don't want to invest too much into a dude and then that's a deal breaker for him yeah kind of thing well but and that was also your ex- personality too right. to so be it's like also a given. fyi you know, like yeah he yes. knew who i was yeah. and how i felt about stuff like that but mm. uh i mean it, it became a conversation between us like yeah like saying like oh this is too far no anything is too far like you know like trying to <laughs> like, do right. nothing but i mean i don't know just time goes on and you like give in a little more and then you give in a little bit more right and then you go back to the same conversation and you feel like you're what? Like a record? Like just a broken record? Oh, and over and goodness. over again. Like yeah. I can just, oh man, I, Mary Grace and I talk about this all the time. I'm like, I'm so glad I'm married <laughs> and I'm out of that like cycle of having to keep pulling myself right. out and like rethinking like, okay, go to confession. You're going to like, confession yes. every yes. month. That's so oh, And driving 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm like. Literally, I told the priest once, it's been 24 hours since my last <laughs> confession. Oh, my God. But that's so holy, though, I Mary know. Grace. And that's the beauty of it. Like, you struggle, you get back up, you go to confession, mm-hmm. you try yeah. again. That's right. what the cross is. Because mm-hmm. what you could do is not do that because you're, you're like, not humble enough or you're like, I'm not, I'm not going back to the priest. I'm not right. going to tell him, you know. But And that's what I think all of us, this is why I think it's so important to talk about this because, like, we were talking about before, like, you have to be willing to get back up it's going to be a struggle like just we got to admit it like it's going to be hard you know what I mean and I think that's what we don't when we do the chastity talks and do all that it's it's so flowery like it's not like hey the reality is you're going to fail at this but you need to just keep getting back up you need to keep trying and like Oh, and even my gosh, if you end up having sex, like pick it back up, go to confession and, and try harder, you yeah, know, like sometimes that's the hardest part. It's very defeating to go right. back to the same yes. priest and be like, I screwed up again. Like yes. that sucks. That- but trying to like go get over that and like, okay, suck yes. it up. Like, yeah, it happened again, but like, I need to do better this time. And well, it's like emotionally and physically yeah. almost like exhausting it at is. times and you know? i think like at times in, in my relationship it was very isolating yeah. because there were times where i was like i don't want to share this much with my friends like yeah, yeah. you know um they're gonna judge me they're right. gonna yeah mm-hmm. and it's like oh well you're the holy girl what is oh, you're struggling right like you're <laughs> the chastity girl yeah. like you're the one giving the talks and you're struggling like it's like, like it somehow disqualifies i know you? exactly like, it actually makes us human right but i want to talk a little bit about shame too mm-hmm. like what i one of the things i struggled with so much was how frequently i was going to confession and finding different churches because i don't want the priest <laughs> to know who i <laughs> 
You're laughing at no, me. No, it's because you're laughing. It's so relatable. No, we were literally you talking. were laughing with me no. and she was laughing at no, me. No, no, no. <laughs> I was laughing because I've thought about the times that Will and I literally drove like an hour to, to find a church. Like, I love this to hear that I'm not alone in this. Oh, no. So... <laughs> Gosh, no. I mean, I literally knew the confession times at multiple churches. Oh, I'm yeah. like, behind yes. the screen, we all do this. Right. And that's shame. Yeah. We don't want yeah. the, the priest to see, hey, I'm here. I fell again. And the funny thing is, these priests, like, have heard it They're over it. They're so over it. Oh, one time I went and I... and. I went to confession and the guy like he like he was like how long have y'all been dating and I go four years he laughed at me he was like <laughs> oh he goes well there's your problem yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it was it but it, it made me feel so good because he was like well no wonder like it's not like you just started like you like you guys are like have been dating for a long time you're wanting to be together like mm -hmm. and it made me feel so loved and merciful that he was like validating like you're not just some slut you know what yeah. I mean? like <laughs> like like That's no how you feel sometimes no absolutely yeah. and it's like no like there is a difference between like the reality is and this is something that i talk about i've talked about with all of y'all is like when you love somebody and you're genuinely like moving towards that direction the closer you get to marriage the more you want to be one with them it's literally like what will always says one body one body like <laughs> you know like your body and your mind and your heart and your soul the more you get like all you want to do is like i can remember okay this is probably tmi but i can remember times where like will and i would be struggling and like there'd be times where i was like i just want to hold you like as tight as possible <laughs> and like which then ended up leading into something but i was like no we just need to hold Hold each other and you're like smushed up again and like because there's this like almost this like i need to be one with you like mm -hmm. it's almost like your body is craving it because that's what you're working towards which is a good thing yeah. like that is a beautiful thing but in the context of okay we need to like we need to wait and we need to keep working on this so you have to recognize that there is literally a a spiritual biological you know physical thing going on and as you move towards marriage like that's why you need more help to be like, hey, okay, so what, and keep reassessing your boundaries and where are my my blind spots? You know what I mean? Like, it's so embarrassing because it's usually the same things over and over. You're like, hey, yeah, we shouldn't have gone in my bedroom and closed the door. And, but somehow you convince yourself, oh, no, we're doing really good. So we can go watch a movie. Satan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can go watch a movie. It's fine. Could we won't do anything. And then at the end of the night, you're like, yeah. Probably wasn't a good yeah. idea. Yeah. But also to know that we're not bad for having right. these, de these yes. desires are good. This is how God designed us. He just designed it to happen in a certain right. context. Right. Mm -hmm. So we are not bad. Right. And I think that's where the devil gets in our heads yes. a lot. It's like, yeah, I yeah. can't believe And that's when we fall because we feel like we're right. already lost. Right. So it's like, well, I might as well give into it. Right. But exactly. no, these are good desires. They just have to be, um, you know, self-mastery. The sexual self-control is right. such a good thing. I wish, obviously, we're not going to get it in culture, but I wish in church we talked about, we would talk more about or be taught more about sexual contact as the whole person. Right. Like, there are many different ways we can feel intimate with our boyfriend or and our spouse without right, actually having right. intercourse. Yeah. Right. But so if we were if we were taught to kind of like hone in these other ways, you know, um, intellectually, communication, emotional, and like spiritually, 
if we were taught to focus more in those other ways, then we would be able, I think, to handle it a little bit better and feel that closeness without right. feeling like we have to actually like engage in some type of genital contact. Well, but, and, and we don't talk about, like, we're so afraid to talk about it, period. So it's like, we just tell you don't do it. And right. it's like, no, yep. we need to mm-hmm. actually talk about like, this is the things that your body's probably going to be doing and feeling and like different ages too have like different desire levels. Like your hormones at a certain age for a guy and for a girl are different, you know, yeah. the times of the month <laughs> and desire that you're going to feel around like ovulation, you know, like all these, these times where like, we have no education on that. Right. And so like, you're like, it's so funny. Cause like, there's a certain time of the month that you are more like ready to go. Cause your body is saying, Hey, it's time to make a baby. If you were actually aware of that, like we are now mm-hmm. because of charting. You know, charting and all that, you can be like, okay, so maybe I shouldn't be hanging out right now. Maybe we should go out on a double date, like whatever. Like, late stay night, public. Public. Right, stay right, in right. public. Hey. Don't drink alcohol. Right. Like when like, you're going to Nothing that good time. happens past 10 PM is like what, what, what <laughs> William and I were. 10 was, like, PM. That's late. Hey girl. <laughs> oh no. Well, that's I, well, so funny. Yeah. No, no, that Max mom always says nothing good happens after midnight. No, no, so no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Like, but we would hang out till like one and two in the morning when we were dating when we were younger, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it was probably more like like 12 you know (laughs) but like but i still feel like you get towards 10 you get tired and then you're just like oh well you know we'll just snuggle more and then like it just eventually leads to like okay here we go where are we going to confession we already went to that we already Uh went to this church last week so this week we're gonna go you know like yeah and it it especially sucks because like with the whole long distance it's like you kind of have to stay the night at you know like in houston like if that means like me sleeping or him sleeping on the couch or whatever it's just like you know we're already at the same place so i mean you know we could just stay together a little bit longer and it's like well really if we just keep staying together things aren't gonna go the way they should (laughs) you know it's well and it's i think and we've all done it like we've all played that game with like the justification mm-hmm. game because it's like oh well you know we're already oh well I'm tired oh well you know and it's like this is why you need accountability to be like no you're just that's just bs like I'm gonna call you on your bs yeah. you know and even in those moments when y'all are when you're getting I, I oh worked up hot and yeah, heavy and, and then you're just like well I've already like in my head I've already been like I'm giving up so might as well just right, give up right, and it's right. like and then it's like, well, we haven't gone to confession yet, so we've already done that, so might as well just do it again. And it's like, no, you got to go by each, literally, right, exactly. each second, you know? Right, right. I mean, it's, and that's just, I think that's what we are trying to say is like, this is hard. It is hard. And we have to be honest about that. And I think if we had more open dialogue about it, if we had more authentic, commu- like, actual, like, talking about this as women... I actually think it would get easier because instead what we end up doing is fighting it alone in our heads and then the guilt and the shame and that all this like it just like ends up making it worse so then what do you do you go and do it more because you're like I need to numb what I'm feeling so I already feel crappy so might as well just keep going you know and it's like that is just not even healthy but like it's what what is awesome is when you can like talk about these stories and laugh about them because then it brings light to it it's no longer this dark thing it's like oh my gosh yeah we're here together we've all been there you know and then it takes a little bit of that burden off because you're like yeah I'm not a dirty person you know what I mean like I'm not a slut I it's just I'm human and this is part of loving somebody and those desires are part of loving somebody does that make sense yeah Yeah. you know 
Yeah, because I think the most, like, powerful memories for me, like, was hearing people actually talk about what they struggled with. Because the second you relate to somebody, you're like, oh, my gosh, me too. Like, okay, it's not just me. Right. So it's funnier to hear us laugh about it because, like, you saying that just now, you were like, oh, we already did this and we haven't been to confession yet. So maybe, like, it's okay. We can sneak one in, Because we're going to go to confession anyway That's hilarious because I literally (laughs) used to think stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's bringing back memories of when. All of us. Man, it's just so funny. Like, the things that you think only I think this or only mm-hmm. I, you know, and it's like, no, like everybody, not, not everybody, but yeah. a lot of people are that going girl in this. church that you really yeah. didn't think struggled with anything was also struggling like, with the same yeah. exact thing. Well, and I think that's where Satan gets in there. Cause he's like, don't talk about it. You know, like, <laughs> like you're the only one you're the, uh, you're just horrible, you know? And it's that you, I mean, we've all heard it, you know? Right. And so it's isolating and it just further isolates us. It further puts it into the dark and then it just makes it worse, you know? And, and that's where I, like Will and I are so passionate about talking about this subject, especially, and we've told you guys that like, yeah. because we struggled so much and we, we felt like when we reached out, actually Mary was the only one that I could talk to about like dealing with like chassis stuff who was honest and real with me like the only girl that like we could actually talk about it and and she she'd be like yeah I get it like you know and I'm so glad to hear this because I don't remember but it makes you me were, really happy no, you were you, you were the only girl that I felt like I could like and the rest of them it was like I don't I don't know what you're talking about like I don't struggle and it's like okay well great like but they were they were totally struggling you know what I mean right. and so that's why we're so passionate about it. Cause like, even if it makes us look bad, you know, in a sense, if it gives somebody else strength, it's worth it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like if I didn't hear stuff like that from people, I don't know, like it would have been much harder. Cause like thinking back to when I was in high school and we started struggling with chastity in general, like my friend group either like wasn't dating or wasn't Catholic. Right. So right. it's like to extremes. some people it mattered and to other people it was just like, well, I don't have that struggle yet. So right. I felt very alone. But hearing from wow. other people like from you when you would give talks, um, that helped me a lot. Like I needed to hear that other people went through that. You know, and you got to be careful who you're talking to, too, because right. I mean, in college, I was surrounded by people. I mean, that weren't that weren't didn't have the same values correct yeah. correct and that weren't wanting to wait till marriage oh and, absolutely and that was just so hard because you know they would start talking about it and then I would start sharing and then it felt like they were like supporting me or something like that and it's like wait this isn't what I want like encouraging yeah. you yeah. to right. keep going and it's, yeah. like, it's not that big of a deal yeah. you know like, and it's and it's like you know just you know and then they do the whole like get back you know get back on the horse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's like I don't know I just I need to talk to somebody that I guess has that same I guess want to wait till marriage because right, it just right. it doesn't come across the way I want to be like you know called out you know I don't want to just be like you know it, it's okay you that's know? a it really happens. good point yeah, because yeah. it's important to at least surround ourselves with one person who can right not encourage us to go have sex right. because right. that is a uh downward slope or uh, what do you call like a snowball spiral, spiral yeah. whatever that you we don't want to go it's so easy just to like be hanging out with other people and and kind of get confused with where our our morals and our standards fall it, it can be as simple as just hanging out with those kinds of people oh yeah. absolutely and and I want to just clarify because I know what you're trying to say because uh, I know you but like like it's okay to hang out with those people but oh, when yeah. you're talking about like when you 
when you're specifically talking about something like this, you mm. need to find a confidant who has in addition to yeah, yeah, yeah I exactly. mean in place of right, but just right, somebody right. who's going to call you on to right. holiness and because mm-hmm. they were just the other people they're they weren't taught they don't have yeah. the same you know mm-hmm. knowledge in a place. you know and of course I had my friends that weren't practicing but were always pushing me too because they knew right. that that was important to me which you know? is that's right. a good friend which, awesome. I mean is amazing what I, a good friend I, I really do have awesome friends but you know just those couple of people that are like let's talk about this and I'm like wait 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 wait, wait. I didn't want to <laughs> go down that road right, I didn't want to do right, that right. although it's fun to talk about but it's like wait no this isn't this right. isn't what I'm called to you know yeah. right but uh, and to that end too like it's one of those things like talking uh, to a mentor about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we had an awesome conversation like a while back mm-hmm. and like we talked about things like oral sex and stuff like that yeah. because nobody was willing to really talk to you about it. And I think it's important to talk about those things. And yes, no, you're not married yet. But like to be able to say like, hey, like I I, I want to understand this better. I want to understand like what are the boundaries? Not that there are boundaries right now because you shouldn't be doing anything. But like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. marriage, it's, boundaries within marriage right. is good to well, talk that's about. That's what I'm saying yeah. is like, sh- that's what we were talking about was gotcha. like, well, what about marriage? Like X, Y, and Z. And I think those are really healthy conversations to have. Well, who else is going to have them with us? I mean, right. you can look it up in catechism and you're encouraged to do that. But it, it it's just different it to be not. able to it does talk. Not. I'm just saying like it's there in black and white, but it's not the same to have somebody to support you and, well, to, and to also say, hey, to this is like, real life experience that I have to offer right, you. Right, And specifics. I mean, like sometimes right. you need to like literally, and, and Will and I have talked about this too, even in marriage, which is kind of like a good segue is like, you know, even in marriage, like there's still chastity. Like that's mm-hmm. like, there's still things that you shouldn't be doing that are degrading. And there's a lot of gray area there that the church doesn't define, you know, um, that you really have to search for or pray about, you know? And I think that there are even things that are individual to couples, like what would lead them to sin and not lead them to sin. Well, we you know can what I mean? still use our husbands. Right. So exactly. even if we're like checking all the boxes and st- coloring within the lines, I think like I try to check myself daily weekly like what is my heart where is my heart where is my mind am i using him right right we need to ask ourselves that question even in marriage because it's too easy to get comfortable oh absolutely and like you can just be feeling like you know and like where is my brain like what is my intention like am i just wanting to use his body or is this an act of love and like and there's some times where i've had to just be like yeah like you kind of know too like because you'll like afterwards you're like something feels off yeah like we aren't feeling that unity you know like so and it's amazing because people are like oh yeah you know once you get married you can do whatever and it's like well no because then there's also times of abstinence and again like you were brought up which i think is so important and you've uh, like um just so much you know been talking about spice lately that i love it Um, and i was hoping you didn't figure out the the letters i I changed up the letters. So oh, you, you changed know up the letters? I was talking about oh, spice. Okay. Not that that's bad. But Spicy anyway. spice. Um, <laughs> but like how important. So this is the thing is like, because people uh, recently I was talking to somebody and it was like, well, like, what's the big deal? Like if we've already gone so far and it's like, well, here's the problem is that you are practicing for marriage, right? And like your goal needs to be to get this person to heaven. So if you're practicing the opposite, don't think that that's going to change once you get married, you know? And if you mm-hmm. truly love this person, their eternal soul is so much more important than momentary pleasure. You know what I mean? And so 
if you want to practice that self-sacrificial love, because it requires practice before getting in marriage, because any of us who are married at this table can tell you that once you're married, it's harder to like do those acts of love because you don't have necessarily the the butterfly feelings and all those things anymore. So true. So like you need to almost make that muscle memory prior to getting married, if that makes sense what I'm saying. Absolutely. So that like when you're in the midst of it and when it becomes harder to do this stuff, that you're already there. Like you have been doing this for years. And so it's just natural to you to choose the love of your spouse and to choose that self-sacrificial love rather than that pleasure or, or it doesn't even need to be sexual, just choosing to love that person over yourself, you know? But if you make it a habit of constantly choosing yourself over them, which is what you're doing when we screw up like that, you know, we're choosing our pleasure. Then what are you, what are you, what are you building? Like what's the foundation that you're building for your marriage? It's just selfishness, you know, which is dangerous to go marriage like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Sorry, funny. I got on a kick. No, that was good. Yeah, no, that was good, <laughs> that was because, good I, 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 because I was funny because I'm um, learning from what you're yeah, saying. <laughs> no, exactly. And it was and it was funny Holy because Spirit, baby. I was in a I think I was in, I think this is where I heard it. I was in like a couple's Bible study in college. It was super cool. Um, oh, but it was, really it was cool at a rough college. time in our relationship. So it was, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a rough time, but there was, I, I don't know if I heard it from them or one of my mentors in college. And they said, um, just like, always keep this in mind. Like if whatever you're doing, are you putting your own pleasure above his soul? Yeah. And so when I heard that, I was just like, I need to tell, I need to tell him this, like, you know, and I told him probably crying after we, you know, had messed <laughs> up one night, I was just like. Thomas, like someone told me this and, you know, I'm scared I'm putting my pleasure above your soul. And he immediately like stepped back and was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Like you're, we're literally, you know, putting your soul at risk because I just wanted to have that temporary feeling. You know, I just put your soul at risk of not going to heaven because of something like that. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean you're not automatically not saying anything about, you know, going to hell, but it's just like, it's well, a it, powerful statement. Yeah. It puts it in a perspective. Right. We were trained um, to be marriage prep mentors and it was the best thing for a marriage, but it was like getting the handbook to marriage. Like it was great. But she's one of the, uh, the lady, Ms. Jan Tate, who, who her and her husband wrote the book. Um, she says in one of the lessons that just a reminder, she used to tell her daughter before she would go out on a date that whatever you do um, to his body, you do to his soul. Like, oh gosh, <laughs> I know. It's like, thanks, mom. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. if you think about it, what what do I want to do to the person who I love soul? Right. It puts it in a perspective. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. she's just all oh, dropped the she, mic. Every time for you talk about time. her. Yeah, she really is. I've never so. met her, but I've heard so many people talk about them and all the stuff that you've told me, you know, but I was, it was funny when you were saying that, what I was thinking to you, I don't know if you guys have experienced it. Like, so you said that to Thomas and he took that, like it hit him. Right. And I think that there is a part of a man, like there's, there's definitely a protector instinct. And when you hit them, like, mm-hmm. cause you could say a million times over a certain thing of like, Oh, why we shouldn't do this. But that the fact that you told him that it hit his heart, his manly like soul in a very specific way to where he was like, Oh my gosh. To protect you. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, how could I love someone and not will them to go to heaven? And like, I'm putting, 
my feelings above, you know, your soul. And I was right. just like, Ooh, well, you're so in that moment, right that's now. an example of growing in intimacy in a right. way outside mm-hmm. of sex. Mm-hmm. Right. And how good did that feel? Oh my gosh. So I was like, that's emotional you. intimacy <laughs> right there. Right. That's communication. And that's what we have to spend more time yes. on. Elise was just talking about this. We don't, uh, this is what we're not talked to about enough. Our sexual intimacy and fulfillment is only as good as the other areas of our relationship that are working well. Again, something else they say in marriage prep is um, if there's something wrong in the bedroom, then take a look at the other areas where soul to soul conversation Mm -hmm. is supposed to be happening in the house. That's where the problem is. So and I think it's beautiful. God has designed us, our bodies to have certain times each month where we're fertile. Mm -hmm. Right. And when we're married, we're still called to to abstain from sex. Here's this perfect time so that we don't forget the person of our spouse. Right. It's like. God has built this time in for us to go and focus on our other love, our other areas of an intimacy. It's built right in, but I don't know. We just don't think about it that way. Well, and it's funny because like, I can definitely tell like sex is so much better when William like, and I are connected emotionally Mm -hmm. when we're not connected emotionally. It's literally like Mm -hmm. almost unpleasurable. Like it's like, I'm like forced to do this it's right now. So you know what I mean? different when you're yeah. connected on those other levels. And you yeah. can't do, you cannot have that connection. Like if you're literally just constantly having sex, and like you, you can't have it if you're not married either. Right. So, I right. mean, we're talking about good sex. We're talking about yeah. being married. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. right. Not using birth control. That's right. good sex. Free, open. Yeah. Like, fruitful you know and that's what's so funny is because like we talk about fruitful and it, you know being catholic and so it almost like it's like oh well that means we should have as many babies as possible no it just means that that you're fruitful in your marriage that you're open to god's will that you know you discern your children you you put that in god's hands you know but that there's fruit that comes out of it i think is also like the emotional fruit the the growth the soul growth you know what i mean and like how beautiful is that, you know what I mean? Well, and if each act of intercourse, as God told Adam and Eve, like to be fruitful and multiply, he gave the instructions for each act of intercourse in that statement uh, to be unitive and to be procreative, open to life. Right. So if we're coming to sex, not fully committed, promised to each other for life in marriage, if we're holding back our emotions, right? Right. Like if we have something that, you know, anything that we're holding back from our, then we're not fully uniting in intercourse. It's not going to be as fulfilling. Well, and it's the joining together of two people and becoming one, which is like essential. Mm -hmm. And I think if another thing is kind of like, if we're talking about that, it's if, if you are, again, going back to like the, the kind of the selfish way of thinking, like if you are, constantly like after your own pleasure like once you get married like the whole purpose of sex and this is why it's so beautiful not the whole purpose I shouldn't say that but our our going into our mindset going into the sexual act as a married couple should be all about the other person like what can I do for them how can I pleasure them how can I make them feel loved well if we've been having this like Oh, well, I feel good. Oh, that turns me on. Like, ultimately, I think the most beautiful sexual act is literally like, I'm so focused on this other person's feeling loved and feeling pleasured 
that then and they're so literally focused on my being loved and pleasured that you both like in a sense then come to climax because of the fact that like you're both so focused on each other like how beautiful is that like my whole focus is literally on you it isn't about how I'm feeling but by virtue of the fact that we're focusing so much on each other and selflessly loving each other we both experience this unitive like pleasurable experience together sounds good to me crap If I could get out of like, because we're all like, so we can all be so selfish, like, you know, and I struggle with that even in marriage. It's like, oh, I'm just tired. I don't want to, you know, and it, it can be so easy to just be like, I'll let him do the work. <laughs> well, and of course, like men are always, go- <laughs> men always orgasm during sex, right. but women don't necessarily. Right. And, but it's true that if that's the focus of the other person, if we're like totally giving ourselves to the other person, a yeah. woman can feel fulfilled without having an orgasm. Right. Right. And and that that's beautiful to feel that connected with your spouse, to have intercourse, have that sexual intimacy and just to feel so connected with that person. You don't even right. need an orgasm to enjoy it and have that pleasure. Right. The fact that they're they're receiving pleasure in itself sh- should like make you feel joyful. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and you just became one. Right. I mean, right. And <laughs> but that's uh, and it's funny. Um, Like, I think that that's so important. William is like. And I'm not going to like not TMI, but um, he's just so selfless. Like I am a very lucky woman and he's so selfless and I have never, ever felt used by him. Like literally not once, mm-hmm. never. Like because he's always more worried about me than he is about himself to the point where it's almost like, okay, like worry about yourself a little bit, you know, <laughs> like, but that's how selfless he is. A little bit. Like, but that's, but that's so, like, it's he's so selfless and like, why like wouldn't that. you want that oh like, my gosh like yeah. I mean I feel so incredibly loved and like there's times where like you know we've talked about this with stuff like you know when you have infertility and like you have pain and you can have pain during sex and stuff like that like this is how be- I think I told you this um like he's like if you're in pain like because there'd be times where I'd be like oh it's fine you know I'll just I'll mm. grin and bury you know what I mean like and he was like I don't think you understand Elise. Like I'm the same. Yeah. He was like, that's a turnoff. Like you being in pain, you like, I don't care if I get like, he I don't stops want enjoying that. it. He, yeah. Yeah. He's like, n- like that doesn't give me enjoyment. And there's, I've heard many other women who their husbands are not like that. And like, it's more about them, you know, and I feel so blessed. And, and I know that's because of the amazing man and the selfless heart that my husband has, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's beautiful. And like, I I just, I feel so loved, you know, and I want that for everyone. You know what I mean? Like he's more selfless. I feel like than even I am. He's, he's taught me so much. And I'm like, that's very untypical for it to like a guy to, you know? Absolutely. How beautiful. I really wish we would have changed our opening song to let's talk about sex today. I clearly don't know the words. Let's talk about all the good, Thanks. Oh, Always sorry. Does. So, <laughs> yeah, somebody's been listening to that song. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but I do want to talk about one other we can thing. Go over. Let's just go over. It's right. a. It'll be a special well, episode. Stop pulling no, back till the break of dawn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you Wait, what did you say? <laughs> till the break of dawn. <laughs> <laughs> a little baby got back. No, y'all said okay. something about uh spice. But oh yeah. Oh yeah. What it was. Oh right? spice. So uh, it's the spiritual, physical, intellectual, communicative, emotional. I mean, it's not limited to those things, but yeah. it's just the other areas of your marriage that you grow in intimacy. Like, don't forget about these other 
Uh, I mean, what are some other things? Like, I mean, I can't think of any other words right now, but like, <laughs> what you mean? Like other areas of intimate, like recreational intimacy is one. I mean, sexual intimacy is obviously another one. But there's like limitless emotional for yeah forms of yeah. intimacy, uh, creative intimacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, go right. be creative together. I mean, whatever you can think of. There, right, right. there's not. We can't be too intimate with right. our spouse. I mean, what does intimate mean? Into me, see. So like seeing into each other's very right. person. Sexual contact is contact with the whole person. We're right. so much more than our genitals. Right. So, yeah, does that? No, yeah. I yeah. just thought it was worth mentioning. Of well, it's course. like, okay, like, <laughs> but, uh, think about, like, I feel like you would understand this. Like, uh-huh. it's like you're working on, on a project I was with about, Mac. literally yeah, about yeah. to say that. Yeah, like, okay, go. Go for it. Yes, do it. That's what's popping in my head. It's like, I think some of the most intimate moments we had, like, before marriage, before sex and all that, like, was any time we did a project together. Like, uh, Mac made all these cutting boards um, in yeah. high school that he would sell and we'd, you know, work on them together. And I would be the sander and he would glue them up and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, those were, like, really special moments moments and we like grew together through the projects we did together um and then like one time he wanted to redo his closet so we like laid the flooring in his closet together and did stuff like that it was a big closet sounds weird but like (laughs) it took time those are like moments of intimacy for us like when we do a project together like we're better together yeah when we're fighting or like having issues and we end up doing something together like that it always resolves Know, that's, that's awesome that's yeah conflict resolution intimacy like there's it there's no limit right. to it well and i think that the, like projects like that they stretch you and grow you because like sometimes will and i will fight but it actually brings out things that we need to talk about you yeah. know so and then by the end of it we're like so feeling so much closer totally. and like and and you just you learn more about each other when yeah. doing stuff like that and you learn and you grow together and that's why I think it is like, it's so important. It's funny enough, like being infertile, like we didn't have to abstain at all. Like, cause we were trying for like a million years, you know, <laughs> but now I'm actually, we've, we've talked about this. Now I'm having to abstain and it's actually really fruitful for us because you actually get really bored when you don't have times <laughs> of abstinence. Cause you're like, yeah, we could do it whenever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's yeah. what people who, who have fertility don't understand. I've heard a lot of people who complain and I understand it's hard, but what they don't see is like the grass isn't greener on right. the other side. Like when you just have, and it's, it's like an anything, like, you know, you have too much chocolate and you feel mm-hmm. sick. Like if, if you just can do it whenever you want, like there's, then you don't have those moments. My gosh. Oh my gosh. Now having to have abstinence, like there's these times where like back in the early dating where I'm like, oh, you know, like where I'm like, I love you, you know, like, and you're like, I'm like, man, I didn't even think I could feel this again. You know what I mean? It's like, to my spice world. it up. Right. Seriously, seriously, we were like nuzzling our noses together this one night. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're totally like, we're dating again, you know, but like, it's so awesome. And like, people are, are not realizing the value of that. Yeah. And like the beauty of that is, and how important that is, you you know, because if if you are not forced to have those times where you're connecting in those ways, you're missing out. Like we're forced when we're dating to do that, you know, because mm-hmm. we're still trying to win each other over. Like you can still back out, you know. So, you know, especially guys are always like, you know, trying really hard. Right. Like, well, now in marriage, like it, those are the times that you have to try really hard. And then because of that, that intimacy and that 
that like fun comes back and like all those good things, you know, like it's like we, we put too much weight on sex as like the way to like mm-hmm. be close. And it's well, like culture no. hasn't done, done, done us any favors. I know. Too. I know. This is such, it's just sur- we're true. surrounded by it. And whether it's conscious or subconscious, like it, that we recognize it is everywhere. And it just it, it affects us. Right. Right. OK, well, well I can have sex anytime, so it doesn't affect <laughs> me. Speaking of infertile infertility, um, however, um, when you were saying that, though, like it did, I don't want to make it sound like uh, we have we have good sexual intimacy. Like it's it's very enjoyable, but but saying that, it's like wow, I can't imagine. We've never had to abstain. So right, right. I mean, after we were married, I'm talking about, and so it's true in saying like seeing you talk about that it's like wow like i wonder what that's like there's- just try it baby be like don't like we can't have sex for 10 days by the end of that 10 days you're gonna want to rip his clothes off. <laughs> oh, my God. i mean it's true and Preach we can it. keep you accountable yeah the tables will turn <laughs> right right Oh my goodness. Hey, you need to keep Will and I accountable. My I, life is on the line, and I mean, it's this is hard. so new. I forget to even like. Yeah, I know, girl. Speaking of accountability, so I, I know. Say, like that's really important, and like uh, yeah. one of those things I think gets to breezed over. Like, oh, hold each other accountable. Well, how do you do that? Yeah. And uh, at some point, Will and Elise told me and Mac, like, oh, just let us know when you're hanging out, and we will text you every thirty minutes. <laughs> the awkward just gifts. To make sure, like. <laughs> oh yeah. But like that is so valuable. And I honestly think we only did it once, but we should have done it every time. <laughs> but like, that's huge. And then Mary Grace one time, she's like, can you do that for me? I was like, Aww. yes. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was like, while. yeah, it hasn't been a while. It's been a while, but it was funny because yeah, I was just talking about this before how like, you know, like I was like, okay, can y'all just like text me? And then Elise would always text at like the right time. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I'm Holy we Spirit. can't. Wait, ah, we've, you know, she, she knows. She's praying for us right now, you know? And it was funny. Y'all have the funniest view of me. That's all I got. It's like all my old youth group kids think I'm like literally praying 24 seven. And then I'm like this all knowing yes. being. Cause you're not the first person to be like, she knows. And she I'm like, actually, knows. no, I didn't. I just texted you. Yes, that's <laughs> all it was. And it was funny because two weeks ago, like, Thomas and I had like a wonderful week and it's been like a first Aww. wonderful week in a while. And I immediately te- well, this, this group of friends on this podcast right now is like, yo, we didn't mess up. Like, and I was like, <laughs> and then I just like, and it was really good. And it was funny. Cause then I went into confession and it's like, well, I technically haven't done what, you know, that in a while. So I was like, uh, you know, things got heated, but they didn't get bad like they 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 do. And <laughs> the priest victory. is like, "This is a sacrament." I'm like, "You're right." This, you know, like I was just like laughing because I'm like, "Are you gonna tell me good job?" But I'm like, "Wait, this is Jesus. Uh, I don't know what to do." <laughs> but regardless, I wanted to say we didn't really mess up, so everything's good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah. You wanted to be like, you wanted him to be like, good job. Yeah, no, <laughs> high five. Here's a sticker. Jesus was like patting my back. I know that. But it does. It feels like when you, like, because it is hard. So like when you have, uh, you know, when you actually accomplish it, you walk out and you're like. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I love him awesome. so much more. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I love him, but like, right. it's just like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm so proud of us. Like. You know, when you don't have that heavy weight that you're dealing with or whatever, which is which that's okay. So that's the other thing I want to say is like we've talked a lot about the fact that it just sucks and it's hard and whatever. But for 
like, can, let's talk about some like good strategies. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, what are some things that have worked? You know what I mean? Like you had a great weekend. So what did you do anything differently? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what, like, cause there's definitely some things that I think I could say, but like, I want to hear from y'all, right, like, yeah. you know, like let's give some encouragement and say like, these are the ways we kept going, you know? Yeah. yeah like, so this weekend, um, we were constantly doing stuff. Like we love like escape. We love fixing things or like doing stuff like that. So like we did an escape room and like that was so much we love escape rooms oh my gosh public yes public areas (laughs) public areas yeah and his grandpa was sick so we like went and like hung out with his family like we were just constantly like going and doing stuff and around people yes yes and like and then then something happened and oh yeah and we just like i think oh it started to would start things started to heat up a little bit and then we like we like pulled away and like we started to pray and then everything <gasps> was good. So like a big, Check you I know, out. it doesn't happen often. So proud. It, it, it doesn't happen often. But that was because before I had also texted him. I was like, look, I really, really, really want to do well this week. And like, you know, and sometimes. So you, you pre-gamed it. Yes. Yeah. Good for you. Go and sometimes girl. I pre-game yeah. and it doesn't work. You know what I mean? And, but like this time and he respected it so well. And he was just like, no, Mary Grace, like you said this. And I was yes. like, but Go now Thomas. I'm just more attracted to it. Yes. So, yeah. but, but yeah. So pre-gaming for sure, you know, like going That's over good. it, praying in the moment. So many times we've prayed in the moment and like that just, you know, you know, our Braces. ladies will just like yeah. get Braces. you back, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. And just also, I'll, I don't know if you want to say it, but just like wearing things. <laughs> yeah. Bridget wearing clothes is always I mean, helpful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> wearing clothes is a good idea. But. <laughs> and the clothes that cover up certain areas are even, even better. better. Yes. yes. But also don't Bridget was giving me a, she always said, you go ahead. You know, do you know what I'm talking I about? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, uh, at some point I was like, well, sometimes like all that stuff just doesn't work. You need something physical. <laughs> like a physical barrier. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like a chastity belt, but not really. Yeah. But I told her like, you know, one, I literally had a priest tell me this once. He said there was some type of like rope thing people used to do and they would tie it around what? their waist. I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't want anyone to touch me and feel a rope around my waist. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, the <laughs> Philomena cord. They had, there you go. Yeah, That's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah. And I told Mary Grace, I was like, I didn't do that. But one time in high school, I did take a piece of tape and I put it under my bra line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so do amazing. Do what you got. Yes. Don't judge me. Or why, like, I was like, why am I ju- That is amazing. Sometimes like if you're that type of person, you need something physical. You're like, right. I would be if, so mortified if Mac felt tape under my yes. shirt. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> don't shave your legs. Oh my gosh. I know. If you want anything to up take north, the mood away. Up north. Look, Sometimes those it's not a big ha- enough barrier, though. You know what <laughs> no, I'm no, saying? No, no, no. Because when you when you've true. gotten to that point in your relationship where those things don't really matter and you're uh-huh. farting on all kinds of other stuff, oh, hair ain't gonna stop you. Yeah, no. And sometimes I remember I had like a necklace. Uh, yeah, a Mary necklace. Reminders. Yeah, yeah and there I was go. like, this just doesn't feel right. Right. Sometimes I take the necklace off. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I was just like, we're being out. Right. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, Mary is just like, what is she doing? But it's fine. You know, <laughs> but she's with me and right, she, right. she, prov- oh you know, she gosh. helps me. Right, the beauty of mercy and forgiveness. Yes. Oh my gosh. And at the end of the day, we're human. Right. We are not bad. Sometimes we make bad choices and that's why the sacraments exist. Yes. Oh, wow. How about the sacraments? Gone. How about mass? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, rosaries. That's not a sacrament, but it's a prayer right. that will be helpful. 
Uh, confession, obviously. Yeah, I think like Eucharist. confession helped me a lot. Adoration chapel. Anybody, like, yeah. Um, like when we would go through our cycles of like confession and then go right. back to it. But like, so, like you've reached those points where you're like, okay, we're sitting down and we're having this talk again, like a serious talk again. But then that would help you like hit better streaks of like, we're not doing right. anything for right. a while. And so like, even though you still fall, it's like, we're falling less often. Like this is right. progress. Right. This is good. Even though like it stinks, but like. I don't know. You got to pat yourself on the back yeah. for small victories. No, that's, really and do. I think that's yes. actually really important what you just said. Yeah. I mean, the nights where like I could go home and not feel guilty or not feel like, yes. okay, when am I going to confession? Like those right, nights right. were so important. And I remember just laying in my bed and like being able to text Mac, like, I love you. Like we had a good night. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff sits yes. with you. Cause it's the nights where you mess up and you feel bad and like that stinks. Right. But when you remember those moments, it, it that's motivation. Mm-hmm. And the so confidence. Help you not mess up nec- the next time you're together. Right, the right. confidence too, when you're discerning marriage to know that you're really getting to know this person rather than um you know falling in in love with sex and the pleasure associated with sex yeah are you marrying this person for the right reason Mm -hmm. reasons yeah and when you're at least trying making the effort to get to know this person outside of sexual you know intimacy you can be sure that you're more sure that you're marrying the right person because you know who that person is sex thwarts that discernment yeah. And that's a very like non-religious reason to wait and hold off on sex. Yeah. Yeah, um when I was in college, I had a, like a what my the best priest, Father Sibley giving him a shout out. But <laughs> I would go to spiritual direction with him and he he was the best with like with women cuz he was the most loving priest ever. Aww. And so I just I like I literally remember times where I would just be crying and he would just be holding me. Aww. And like th- so I would talk to him a lot about he could have been a counselor too and I would talk to him a lot about my relationship and how I just kept falling. He was like, "Well, why do you think this keeps happening?" Like internally, I was like, "Well, in those moments that I am so like I'm like he's accepting me for who I am." Right. And it's like we have this whole distorted thing because it's like, oh my gosh, like he's, it's reciprocating. And I just actually feel that love, right? but it's not the right love in the right moment, you know? Right. And so it, it's just, it's a whole psych, it's a whole psychological thing too, because you're just like, I feel so loved right now. And this is, and this is how it should be, but right, it's, right. but it's not yet because it's not a perfect united procreative love that it's supposed to be, you know? Well, and it's funny uh, when you're saying that I was talking to somebody recently and I was talking about um, and I really learned this from talking to a friend of mine um, with another subject of of dealing with sin. Like so we look at these very what I want to say are kind of actually topical things, you know, because we we're like, oh, sex, horrible. But there's actually deeper more important things that are going on at the root of that. So we like to focus on, oh, well, I fell. What is actually at the root of this? Where is your relationship with Jesus? Are you praying on a daily basis? Are you having an intimate relationship with Jesus? Because if we go to the actual source and what you really need to be working on, it would probably fix itself. Like, and that's That's what's crazy is like, we're focused so much on, uh, and we're beating ourselves up. And so what do we do? We void Jesus more, which mm-hmm. makes it then we're we're cutting ourselves off from the source of grace. And then it's just this this bad pattern, you know? So Satan wants us to focus on, oh, I fell, I'm horrible. And it's like, no, what we need to be looking at is, have I talked to him today? 
Like, have mm-hmm. I really truly had intimacy with Christ? Because that's what you're seeking in those moments. Yes. It's mm-hmm. it's you're seeking there intimacy with Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, but, and if you're not having that fulfilled with you and him, you're going to seek it in all the wrong places because we were designed for it. We were created for that intimacy. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're fi- trying to find it everywhere we possibly can because we can't live without it. You know what I mean? So like that, let, let's go to the root of the, the real problem. Let's stop focusing on all the, these superficial things and actually go to the root of the problem, which is how is my relationship with Christ? And why, you know? why am I desiring yes. to sin? Yes. That's the important question to ask. Why do I desire to do these things? Because like you're saying, our des- what we're really looking for is intimacy with Christ right. and we're, we're not going the right way to get there. Right. And I still see this and, and I'm sure all of y'all can say this in your relationships. Like when I am in kind of avoiding my, my prayer time, like, and I'm not having that intimacy with him, I'm, I start trying to pull it out of will in very dysfunctional ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so then it's like, and he feels it too. It's like, like I'm more needy, you know, and like kind of annoying, like, you know, like, I don't think he would say that, but I would, you know what I mean? And I just, I'm like, why are you like not spending time with me? You know, Can you and just reassure yeah, me, please. I just need I your need love. Why I'm aren't pretty. you holding me 24 seven, you know? And, and when I like it, when I stop to think about it, it's literally because like my prayer life is not where it needs to be because mm-hmm. I'm seeking, I'm seeking that from him. Like I'm trying to make him my God and he isn't, you know? I mean, sometimes he would think that he would say that because he says he's Mr. Awesome. But no, just kidding. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I still see myself doing that, you know, yeah. and this is where I'm saying is like all these things that we're struggling with, they don't just go away when you get married. Like, you don't just magically like, I'm just the best spouse in the world. Like, you're still struggling. Like, it's like you put a ring on it. You don't all of a sudden just like become <laughs> really selfless. Working. Yeah. Right. Like you, the, the right before you put that ring on, you're still the same. Now, right. now, now you have marital grace, like the sacramental Truth. grace, which is powerful. Right. Yeah. But, but still, you're still the same person like, mm-hmm. with all the same faults. So like, it doesn't just like fix it. You That's know? a good point too. I learned too in our marriage prep information to ask for the grace of marriage. Oh yeah. We ask for it. Like God, give us the grace. We, for, we just take it for granted. I think yeah, grace yeah. and the grace of a sacrament. We forget like that we can ask for that. It's yeah. Really like helpful. we have extramarital graces. It's you know? real man. Oh yeah. I agree. I mean, on the outside of marriage, I wouldn't have imagined like that it how but when you're living it it's like oh this grace is real stuff it's well, real especially deal. when you're it's like not the synthetic like we, it's not the synthetic it all goes back to never technology <laughs> it's bioidentical it's bioidentical grace, grace. <laughs> oh my goodness oh my gosh man can't get that at the pharmacy this was a good convo oh, so ladies good. you need yeah. to come back Oh, yeah. Well, you like you us? Want to yeah. Back? And you thought you were going to be like awkward and this was going to be weird. Isn't it just fun? <laughs> it's interesting. Having I a conversation everyone can Same. hear. Having yes. a conversation with like your celebrity. Yes. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Here we go. Yes. Yes. Here we go. Yes. I'm like, uh, yes, the person who's praying constantly 24 yeah. 7 in an omniscient. My I'm telling you, this friend. is what everybody thinks is a youth. I got it. And just imagine you saying rosary outside their windows or something. Like, <laughs> people through their blind. Oh, a text I, message. I drive all the way to Texas and I'm like n- knocking on their no I have I was in the neighborhood and uh-huh. just wanted to be I know. See, I'm not psycho or anything I will tell you this that like it's funny like the way I was as a young youth minister and then as you 
you know, mature and get older. Like I am totally like, listen, like I put it out there. If you want accountability, it's your your responsibility to contact me. Right. I am not going to chase after you. Now, in my early days, I would have been like, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> you know, <laughs> But like there's free will and you need to respect people's free will because they're not going to learn nothing if you don't give them the chance to actually step up and ask for the help. You know what I mean? Truth. But it's so funny because that was totally me when I was in here like, hi, I'll do anything for you. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> then you're like, OK, calm down, tiger. Like, you know, tiger. you can't you can't say all the souls you're not jesus okay oh but you're doing a great job trying really hard to be jesus <laughs> well thanks <laughs> anyway side note side note thank y'all so much i mean i have thank a word of the day do we want it yes yeah. i'm oh. so excited awesome. i'm so excited Wait, like, do you want to do it uh nominated i don't know okay i'll help you, you can sure. yeah let's well, like, well let's all let's all come to a you consensus on it phone a friend if you need to yeah okay or that's just how we're gonna do or it. we can converse right. we can converse okay. and then come back to the mic. give it to us <laughs> okay macabre oh i know this macabre i'm gonna spell it for you like corn on the cob M- <laughs> see <laughs> all right you're getting there you're channeling elise right now yes oh, wow. yes m-a-c-a-b-r-e i want to say like macabre well the latin, the, the latin part of mock means i'm just kidding yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. you're gonna break up the word for us yes anybody want to take a crack at it take Come a on, shot do it do it you Bridget? started it already it no. is a corn shaped <laughs> um mattress <laughs> mattress <laughs> It's a corn-shaped bird. That's what I yes. It's a corn-shaped wow. bird. His, his beak is, is, yeah. is shaped like macaw. a corn. Yeah, so <laughs> this is a type of macaw. You can find it in the Sahara Desert. The Sahara <laughs> The desert. The desert. And, and it's, it's special. It's well, oh, it's, it's red. It's okay. special corn husky things. It's, it keeps all the water in its beak, so that's why it's in the desert. Oh, where does it get the water if it's in the desert? It must be able to. Um, it, it rains sometimes. Really far. It's like a, thank you, Bridget. Yeah. Okay, you guys are actually not oh close at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will give you the definition. All right, here we go. Having death as a subject. Oh Wait, my. what? Yeah, Compri- comprising a, okay, or including I, a personalized representation of death. What? Dwelling oh. on the gruesome. Tending uh, to produce horror in a beholder. Wait, is it a verb? There you go. Oh, it's an adjective. Wow. Like the way that I've heard yeah. it used is like a macabre subject. Like that's a macabre, you know, subject. You've heard so it So you before? have heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, wow. But I thought it was like. Because you're artistic. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Like when you're uh, criticizing art. No. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. My family, like, I grew up with, like, very good vocabulary. It's really weird. Like, all my sisters and my mom had very good vocabulary. You think you'd be better vocabulary. at this game? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, Bridget. Please. Bridget on the smackdown. I know, right? Man. Go, girl. Put a, put a microphone in front of her oh, face. But the real versions sexy. are not as fun. <laughs> that's the whole point. It's true. I, I just, I saw gruesome. But and I, I was like, at least. that's what it was. <laughs> you love the, you know. Oh, yeah. The gruesome. No, I like poop. And Ooh. the poop. Gross yeah. or gruesome. That's what you get poop, in messy sex, buns. Whatever, you know, all those good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, we never ex- 
explain sexy sex. <gasps> okay, so there's this show. <laughs> there's this show. It's called the I still I forget. It's either the It Crowd or the IT Crowd. I think it's actually the It Crowd because it's a play on that. And it's a British show. Go check it out. It's really funny. And there's a character who is like he's just like that inappropriate boss who like is saying inappropriate things but is pretending like he isn't. But so this one scene. He is talking to like one of his employees and he goes, oh, Jen. And she's not saying anything sexual, but he makes anything <laughs> sexual, right? Kind of like the office or yeah, something. Yeah. Yes. So he goes, Jen, we can't be talking about sexy sex all the time. <laughs> so this is something that I sent to her. Like I literally sent her the video because I was like, I love this so much. Sexy sex. Like I didn't know. Se- like it's it already sexy. It no sense, yeah. but it's so much yeah. fun to it's say. A, yeah. You can't be talking about sexy sex all the so time. that's where it comes yeah, from. So. We, we did that tonight. Great we one. talked about sex. I've sex. never seen the show, but I love to say the words. Oh, so. it's funny. Oh, anyway. But it's kind of like you have to be a nerd to really like it. You know, you have to okay. like have worked in IT to actually like it. What? So. You've yes. worked in IT? Really? Well, not like like I worked in um, a school and I did like their education software. So yeah. like I was kind of like the go to person for the faculty to like deal with all that stuff. So like you like yeah. one of the jokes get, is like, talking the whatever right right or- so like one of the jokes is always like did you turn it off and turn it back on like did you restart your computer so they have it on loop like on the show they they answer the phone and it's like did you turn it off and turn it back on again you know <laughs> nice did you try restarting is your computer actually on <laughs> like story of my life oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh i have a story at the very end <laughs> she looks like she's in pain. <laughs> Calm down over there, woman. Okay, so this is like one of my IT stories. Okay, so one of the staff members was like, there's something wrong with my computer. And this, I it, it was actually our IT woman who experienced this. So she was like, there's something wrong with my computer. And like, it's just making this like loud noise and da 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 da. So she has to go from like one campus to the other, which is literally like 15 to 20 minutes away, depending on traffic. She gets there. There's a stack of paper on the keyboard. It was literally just the fa- like. <laughs> it was literally she. She had a stack like she so had like a, a thing a key- of yes. Uh, Wait, is this a TV show or is this real life? No, this is real life. <laughs> and this is why the TV show is so funny if you uh, worked in that you field, go. you know. So yeah, true story. I don't remember who the teacher was, but you know who you are. No. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening right know, now. Right? Our and look, you're still the IT person about I to know. press the music button. Oh, like oh is that, that my cue? <laughs> <laughs> that was her way, so her nice way of being like, oh, wait, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> no, seriously, though. You're doing such a good but job Thank you so much for having us. I was going to say thank you for coming, guys. This was really oh. fun. We are privileged. Secondhand yes. famous. Oh, oh, my goodness. Y'all are awesome. <laughs> thanks for being so vulnerable, too. I know. Come back and hang out with us. And Anytime. You, and you guys, thanks for coming fight with us today in this very important subject. Please follow us, subscribe, and share us with your friends. And rate us. Yes. Yeah. We're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everywhere. I don't know if we're I'll quite drive over. to Texas and bang on your windows. <laughs> oh, God, please. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.